0: Welcome, Welcome to Show Us Your Bits. bits. I'm Alice Rivers-Cripps, the founder and creative director of Posh Totty Designs. We are the original hand-stamped jewellery company i have been doing it since 2004.
1: And I'm Josie Lloyd, a friend of Alice's and I'm an author based in Brighton. And together we came up with the idea of a podcast about the stories behind the jewellery that people wear. Because we're always fascinated by the shiny bits, aren't we? We are so fascinated. And also there are so many tales... Each week we'll be talking to each other with some anecdotes about our lives and we'll be introducing a special guest. We've got some great guests lined up for you. For oh, you. so
0: many amazing guests. It's and finding, very exciting. And
1: delving into their jewellery boxes and finding out the story behind the keepsakes that they really love. Behind their bling. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> for some mystery reason, Alice, you've decided to record us today. i will be
0: fun. I I thought thought it would be really fun, on. you know. I thought, let's just you know, show our faces for once. Um, as you said, we uh, we do have faces for radio.
1: Oh, I have faces for radio. Actually, it's really funny seeing this um microphone because it reminds me the first time I ever did uh, local radio with Emlyn when we had come together out uh, 25 years ago. Can you believe? Anyway, oh not back in the day, we went to uh, Broadcasting House and you do back to back local radio, and I didn't realize. But the red light on meant that we were live. And Emily and I had our cans on. We were so excited going, feed the world. Can you imagine the listeners were thinking? And then Radio Yorkshire were like, Josie, hello, is that you? That's right.
0: hilarious. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Anyway, yeah. so we thought we'd record it and that way you can actually, can actually see our faces say, and you can see our little setup so um see what we're doing yeah exactly i'm terribly
1: terribly so, sophisticated. There isn't anyway, it anyway yes, um, with
0: my fluffy mic
1: but it's been um it's, the weather has been inclement and uh we have had, had a lot of rain um but would you like to talk our listener's through oh, your I'm, beautiful uh i know more valve malfunction because it <laughs>
0: I love it when you share my (laughs) favourite anecdotes, not. (laughs) So, yesterday I was at work and um, in the shop and I accidentally got far too close to the radiator um, that was hot um, and I was kind of leaning against it and sitting on it and then I got up to serve a customer and my faux leather trousers from (laughs) M&S had to... What are they? Are they pleatherette? They're pleatherette. They're vegan leather. Oh, and what did they do? Uh, they melted. They melted, and my legs got sealed together, and I actually struggled to walk. And then I had to kind of un in a very noisy, rubber, kind of balloony way, <laughs> I had to kind of peel the two legs apart. It was very embarrassing. And that then is I very had to um, go across the road to Sugar Hill Boutique, who um, sell dresses. And I was like, please tell me that you've got some trousers. And they had one pair of leopard print trousers. Well, that's kind of like
1: an emergency shop is always a good thing. But
0: they looked... I was wearing a, a woolly jumper and a tailored jacket and I literally looked like I had pajama bottoms on but it didn't matter because <laughs> it was way better than the other option of melted trousers
1: yeah but it's of, probably of everywhere time. i walked
0: it was like making that kind of oh, oh horrible God. noise anyway but so, um a bit very embarrassing
1: that time of year radiators on we actually had our first yeah, so fire everyone beware i know got plastic <laughs> trousers. <laughs> <laughs> trousers don't stand too near to the radiator we had our first fire which is very exciting although i was a slightly nervous because earlier this year a little a little seagull chick was that built- in summer only a couple of months ago, fell down the chimney into the ashes that were in the fire because obviously I hadn't cleared up most of the ashes last year. <laughs> Shabby. Um, anyway, uh, we could hear this funny noise and the dog was barking. And Emily went in and there was this little chick flapping in the like oh, in the nice. thing. So we had to, Emily put a pith helmet on. And took him up did to he put up to the roof. The oh yeah, because the the mother was going absolutely mental, going, ah, "Where's my baby?" And we had to kind of deposit this chick back on oh up on the roof. Gosh. Anyway, uh, but we hilarious. did have a lovely fire, oh. and actually, I, did I have do a, love a fire. Oh. I, I, honestly, so,
0: we've got all our fires just set up now, so we can have a fire. We've got one in the kitchen now that I'll we never get had you. before.
1: Lovely, so. but it's lovely. my, I had that lovely Sunday night cozy feeling. And we sat down with the farm with the kids and she's really nice to watch Dave Detonborough, my favourite oh, thing. Beautiful, really? And I just uh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Or I but I can't believe it, Alice. You know, I would look at it and I'm going, I cannot believe I'm watching this. This underwater footage of octopuses it's and sea lions. Octopi. octopi. Um, <laughs> sea lion
0: is absolutely it's phenomenal. Incredible. And I I mean, did you see the angel shark? Yes, that was lying under the sand, and then suddenly, like, stuck its head up and it attacked what looked like a puppy dog fish that had a face like a puppy dog. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what. I don't know what it was, but it had the most beautiful little fish face, and um, and yeah, and it almost died, and it went in, and then it came back out again. Anyway, it made me jump off my seat, so everybody should watch it. It was really good, beautiful. But actually,
1: talking of underwater. You've got this little fella out, because I love it when you get something from your jewellery box. But look, I'm just so... I'm showing the, the, the viewers. This, <laughs> is, this is a really beautiful gold chain with a humpback whale and a little baby it's on it. has got a baby calf as well. Oh,
0: now, um, this is one of our charms that we do. So um, I decided that I would do a charm collection based on kind of moments that meant something to me. And this one is an amazing magical trip that I went on that was quite possibly I don't even think it's a questionable thing was the trip of a lifetime. Wow. Um, yeah. that my father organized 10 years in advance, um, and we went this was just before COVID that we, right. um, that we went, and we basically um, my mother, my father, my father's partner, Wanda um, I don't know why to say her name. <laughs> and, <Keep listening. laughs> and, um, and the kids all went to Tonga. Wow, that's a long no way. It was amazing. And we so we flew to Tonga and then we basically um well we uh, went yeah and then we went to um this took this boat like eighteen hours out to the middle of nowhere. Um <gasps> wow. and There was nothing. There were like nobody lived on any of the islands. It was like it was so remote, and you'd kind of see little tiny islands, but there was like nothing, nothing there at all. And then um, we would go into the water, and you'd see. These humpbacks, but they it would it would be like constant, like there would constantly be humpbacks around. Like I've never. Were experienced they dangerous? Anything Did like you it.
1: feel? Were no, you different? felt
0: so safe. Like you've honestly, it was the most beautiful thing I've never. They're so humongous. I've never seen anything so big in my life, obviously. um But you know, it was it was. That it was so beautiful. You felt really at peace when you're with them. Wow. Um, and Did they would sing. Yeah, oh, they would sing, and so beautiful. you'd be under the water with them, and they'd be making that amazing song. Song, and then you'd like hear it miles away. The it kind of coming back, like resonating. And honestly, it made me cry. It was just incredible.
1: Crying in a I didn't
0: think you could do it, but you can. Yeah, you can. Um, but we were also, we were like in these, you know, there was a whole load of people on this boat and um, all of them kind of professionals. So it was professional scientists, you know, biologists and, uh, you know, people who were kind of really kind of studying what was going on and, um, you know, and um, marine he... biologists. And then there were also loads of photographers. Wow. Um, who were kind of doing it for, for their living, you know, um, underwater photographers. And then there was us. And oh. we were kind of like this... <laughs> quirky bunch that were there. But we would go out on these boats and and you basically just went in, you'd go into the water really, really slowly and as quietly as you possibly could and then you'd suddenly see these giant humpbacks asleep. Do they sleep vertically? Yeah, they sleep vertically. It was mental. And then basically you'd have the mother and then you would have her escort, which I honestly can't get over, is basically like an aunt who kind of protects her and looks after her. While she's looking after the calf. I mean, we should do it. We should do it in human, with humans. Um, and she basically was um, was there, both, both of them sleeping. And then you've got this baby that suddenly was like, oh, hello, who are you? Who are you? And we must have looked like Plankton to them. But like, you yeah. know, because we must have been so small. But she was like, this baby was coming up and circling around us. And we didn't feel scared at all. Like, you that felt so at peace. I mean, obviously, it was a baby. So she could have done something. But like, they, you know... You're not allowed to touch them or anything like that. And they're obviously... Like, the people are very, very responsible... Um but so how it's do you just get out, out of the water? How what do they do? So also you well, have you ever tried to get out of the water? Have you ever oh. tried to get into a dinghy? Well, it's like one of the it, hardest things not in a the good world. Look like you've a got lady. your face trying to like <laughs> plant it into the bottom of the boat. But no, these guys were Tongan and they are huge and super strong and super powerful. And they would just pick us up by the scruff of the neck and we'd be out. It would be like out in seconds. It would be it was amazing um but it was one of those trips of a lifetime and then we went to Fiji and then we went to Australia and honestly it was mind-blowing um but I don't think my kids ever I I really 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 hope they appreciate it um but we've got a massive picture it was really funny actually because we were um on the boat and everybody had been sent to one side of the boat to look at these um to look at these whales and they were kind of like right in the distance on the horizon and my youngest son, well, son, my not my youngest son, my eldest son, who was probably I think it must have been like ten, eleven. Yeah. He was at the back with all the um cooks in the kitchen hanging out with them and they were on the back and he had his iPad and he suddenly took this picture of the whale like really, really close <gasps> at the back of the boat. So we were all like all these people uh, that professional looking, over there. <laughs> are looking over there. And so we, we we managed to kind of like um put it up on the wall and it's like beautiful. We've got this kind of big, big picture of the whale that wow. he took. It was just a it was just Those
1: a, a holidays are magical, experience. aren't they? I mean I've. They but, are, you know, you, you've obviously done a lot more. We we went, um, the last one we went on was, again, before COVID, just after I finished my cancer treatment. And a, a really great friend of mine, Sally, who's wonderful, said, why don't you go and to Barbados? We've got a place over there you can oh, go and stay wow. in the flat. A friend with a flat in a Barbados. You go, I mean, oh, geez, yes. yeah, I Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, it was so beautiful, this place. And we would go out on the boats and go snorkelling. And I can remember Toledo, my eldest face, going when we weren't in a... We were by a, a wreck, and there were so many fish. There were so many turtles, and the, her face, when she came up, she was slightly panicked by the mm. amount of fish that were around. But it was absolutely beautiful. But I, it was the first time I did wakeboarding. Now, I'm not a very... I'm not, I would say yeah, I don't have a terribly have great social um, centre of gravity, but also I had weak arms, and I just had an operation, so I was actually... Ooh, yeah. I wasn't feeling really well, so off I took... And I just got swept by the wind and the current out to sea, and I was waving at Emlyn and the girls on the beach. Weren't you got... attached
0: to the back of a boat
1: though? No, no, no I was just, I was just a paddle like not board, weight board, boarding, paddle boarding, and I was, Yes. Like, and I turned, uh, turn, and I couldn't turn around to come back in. And Emlyn had to swim out and get me. He was very heroic, I have to say. But um, I could see all these um, people zipping about in these kind of little jet skis, not looking where they were going, and I was like, oh. So scary. So yeah, absolutely. Be really
0: careful. But but I do. That's hilarious. I had (laughs) on that note though about the weak arm. So I had the most embarrassing, like the leather trousers story. (laughs) Isn't uh, embarrassing enough? But um, I went on a Nielsen holiday with um, with the family. And we all learned to do like our level one and our level two in sailing, and I was kind of pretty proud of that. And I, you know, it was an amazing <laughs> achievement. But so did my kids. They also yeah. got level one and level two in sailing. And my eldest son was really brilliant at sailing. Like, really, like he took to it so well. He was yeah. wonderful. And uh, he said one day, "Can I take you out on the boat?" He must have been, it must have been about nine or ten. Yeah. And um, he said, "Can I, can I show you that I can do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, that'd be amazing." And, um, so we went out on the boat and, you know, everybody, all the staff were kind of there on the beach, you know, all these cool like surf dudes and everyone's very cool and young and (laughs) hip and, um, and we went out on the boat and, um, I think what happened was we, you know, changed direction and, um, I capsized the boat. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I just didn't move quick enough. Anyway, and so that, so this, this kind of laser kind of went over on its side and then Ollie, all of a sudden, climbed up and he basically climbed... Rided it. Yeah, get it completely back it. righted it, back in it, everything. And then he was like, now you can get in. And I was like, okay. And so there was me holding on to this, you know, trying to pull my weight up <laughs> into the boat. It must... I mean, it was 10 minutes of me trying until I was absolutely exhausted. It was it? Yeah. And he was like, come on, come on, you can get in, you can get in. <laughs> and he's like there trying to pull me in. And I'm like, I can't get in, I just can't get in. And he went, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, mummy. I'll sail you in. And he basically, <laughs> I, he went, just hold on to the rope at the back. And I oh. literally, it was the most embarrassing because as we went in and he literally sailed straight in absolutely perfectly. Oh my goodness. With me Bringing hanging in. behind. Oh. And everyone came out to look. I was like, oh, so embarrassing. So, yeah. It. another embarrassing story from me.
1: There we are. Well, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm loving it, your whalebone charm. And actually, I, I, I have been so reading much. the most beautiful book this week uh, called The Whalebone Theatre. By Joanna Quinn, which I would recommend. Oh, that's What's, what's be, it about? Um, it's about a whale that gets washed up on the shore in uh, Devon, and they use the carcass and the bones of it to make a theatre. It's oh, very beautiful. I shall lend it to you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, talking about travelling and reading and books and going away, let's get on our fabulous guest. Oh yeah. Sarah, darling, she's wonderful because she she's does travelling for a living.
0: She's amazing. But I would say, if I'm really, really honest, that. I love travelling, but I did three holidays this summer. Sound a bit smug, and you know,
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> and, exhausting. But it, but it was,
0: <laughs> but it was so exhausting. And I was like trying to work out why it's so exhausting when you're travelling. And then I realised it's because when I'm on holiday. I feel like I have to party. So I have have to to. have to drink drink. the wine every night, I have to eat the food every day. And you know, Mm -hmm. and then even when you're in the airport, I don't know about you, but I have to have a drink when I'm in the airport. I'm like, whatever time of day it is. So we were constantly at airports or constantly on holiday. Yeah. By the time I got back, I needed another holiday. I was exhausted. And I actually find that
1: I'm a bit healthier when I'm at home than I am when I'm holiday mode. I'm like, woo. So, yeah. Well, I think Sarah's got it down to a fine art. Let's so get we'll her on. Find out all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, welcome to Show Us Your Bits. Oh, so
0: today's guest is Sarah Darling, who's got not only the most fabulous name, but she is also the most fabulous person. Um, and Sarah was one of my first ever employees. Nearly 20 years ago.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I do not want to say it. <laughs> Wow. So
0: it's been a while, Crocodile. Um, don't we look good so on we it? We do. Don't we? Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but we've always stayed in touch, and um, you have been incredible, and I've been watching you. And all the amazing things you've done.
1: I mean, I know you from passing. We've definitely, definitely met before. We've got lots of mutual friends in, in common. And I've seen some of your stuff on Instagram. But talk us through what you've been doing. Because you were, you were a fashion stylist, right? Yes. To begin with. What happened? Oh, gosh.
2: Previous. Wow. Well, 20 years ago, I was. God, was it really 20 years? I was working in Posh Totti with the lovely Alice. And I was a shop assistant. And I was just i think I'd just moved to Brighton then actually, so yeah. I kind of was part time I was doing that alongside fashion styling, so I was working on um editorial shoots and commercial shoots. Um going up to London, but I still had a little kind of pocket, my little kind of base in Brighton. And you were then... an incredible salesperson as well.
0: well
2: let me just... uh... <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an it easy to sell. To <laughs> <laughs> it was an easy sell, lovely things. It was and it was it when the shop was up the little lane. And then from then I was doing writing as well, styling and kind of writing. But then I just kind of broadened my horizons and got into lifestyle in inverted commas so what does
1: lifestyle mean what's that
2: oh it's bigger than fashion
1: okay so it's may the... i say wow <laughs> That's there is a, there's a whole thing called lifestyle and, what, and, and in lifestyle what, what sort of things are included so there's fashion um health all that stuff yeah all that
2: health stuff. wellness travel kind of culture homes food you know you name it basically all the stuff we love all the family. stuff so yeah. basically
0: you get to do all the stuff yeah going to restaurants you get to to go oh, traveling! Mm-hmm. You get to try out beauty yeah, products.
2: Absolutely. The only thing I'm not so good on is sport. <laughs> well, but yeah, they have that's sports journalists. Okay, not that Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. wow! What a wonderful Should date, we change your huh? career. <laughs> yeah. why, why didn't I think of making my career lifestyle? What? Well, also I mean, as a, as a writer. I know. What was have... I thinking? Yeah. Anyway inspiration here we are one one. so you work, you do lots of travel writing now as well yes. so you get to basically do you get a lot of freebies yes <laughs> <laughs> how wonderful jammy like that
2: yeah um no you have to work for it but generally i think it's a great job working for magazines or newspapers or online because People want to promote things, so it's in their interests to have somebody yeah, write nice absolutely. things about them. Yeah, so it might be seen as bribery, but it might not. <laughs> Do you take... Where have you just been? Uh, gosh, so I've just come back from Madeira on Sunday. Then I was in Cyprus, and then I was in the Maldives. And, and this is like literally only within a few weeks. I, mean, yeah. you, I know, it's to been super busy at the moment. Yeah, I'm going to Nevis, I'm going to Caribbean on Saturday. Wow, <laughs> Costa Rica wow. in December. <laughs> Jeez.
1: And so all these all these places. You do you take pictures when you go? Are you writing a travel book are you, Or are you interviewing people? Or are you doing it for companies? How does it work?
2: Yeah, no, I'll get a commission from a magazine or a newspaper. Then when I get there, I do a lot of stuff just for my own social posts, just to show where I am. And my mom likes to keep tabs of me. She watches Instagram. <laughs> um, I don't do my own blog or anything, I wouldn't have time, no. I kind of, I do interview people on the ground, um, just to kind of find out itty bitty things that are going on there, a lot of the time, it's kind of, you know, you're just treated like a princess, yeah, <laughs> so you just yeah, kind wonderful. of, yeah, you can, you just kind of go and do a review, or just kind of go and live there for, it's a very short time, you know, yes. like, don't feel sorry for me, but you know, you might go to somewhere really far away for only four days. And then it's kind of 10 hours travelling. Um, so the Maldives recently,
0: I saw that you arrived on a little tiny water plane. Oh, yeah, sea plane. Know, And then Yeah, a, a sea plane, that's what they're called, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you were there, and then do they kind of put you, like, they give you
1: free food, they give you the best room, they give you oh, yeah, all the, the spa excursions. treatment, they put rose petals on your bed. <laughs> you must be an incredible traveller there, because you've, I mean, if you, for packing for travel, I mean, yes. you are like a carry-on girl who just takes a few things, how do you pack? for all these trips
2: i have honed that now yes
1: talk us what are the give us the hacks then what do you do
2: i roll i have a rotating box of bikinis (laughs) which are mix and match always wear a comfortable underwear for traveling especially long haul because you know you don't want anything sticking in you like eh. if you're going to a nice hotel you don't really need to bring anything they'll give you a toothbrush they'll give you toothpaste They'll give you, um, you know, all the cream to put on. So,
0: gowns.
2: Yeah, well, they don't give you this to take away, but that means you don't have to take them. (laughs) You don't have to worry, you know. um, Often, in these really swish ones, they'll give you, like, um, sunscreen as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, because obviously in the Maldives, there's no shops on the island, so they have to kind of provide... Yeah. All Everything. Yeah. And also
0: I guess they want it to be environmentally conscious, Absolutely, I think, all sun creams to protect the corals and stuff Yeah, like that. you
2: can get them as well that are coral yeah. protective. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what do you take jewellery-wise? If you're going, you come to, to show us your bits, what are the pieces that you ne- are never without? What do you wear all the time?
2: Well, I love my Chupi, which is my, my kind of uh, guardian angel so Which... explain
1: this to us. So it's a beautiful gold chain with a gold disc on it, with and that's like a star sign style star, star constellation. It is. What's your star sign now?
2: Sagittarius.
1: Sagittarius, oh, the traveller, the traveller. <laughs> and on the back it says. That's a So that's me for you. For yeah.
2: Um, who made this, Chupi. There's yeah, a lovely Irish designer called Chupi.
1: How do you spell
0: Chupi? She's amazing. C H U P I. Oh, Chupi. Okay, right. Yeah, um, from and Ireland. And yeah. how do you have me- beautiful pink velvet, the same colour as your as your suit. Pink velvet boxes.
2: She's absolutely adorable, and. She's now got kids, and it is actually her real name, Choopy Sweetman. Uh, her parents, I think, lived in Costa Rica or something. Oh, I've said Costa Rica. I've got that on my mind now. America, South America, Central America somewhere. And apparently that's the name for a small, you know, like a baby. Yeah, baby. So, oh, and so she cute. hated it when she was growing up, but she's kind of gotten used to it now. And I don't think she does much personalisation, I think. But then the fact that it's got Sarah on the back, which is what all my friends but call she me. she has rings that are kind of like, uh, that
0: are basically salt and pepper diamonds. And I mean, honestly, please do check her out. So She's, when did you get
1: stunning. this necklace? What what What's the story about You
2: More than 10 years ago. And um, she did a press day. She had a PR agent. She was doing a press day. And we could just basically choose a piece and she'd personalise it.
1: Oh lovely. So oh, I cool. think it's
2: kind of the personalization you know the personalization that I like as well so it's kind well, of you know yeah. having come from that
1: and area. it's a great necklace make- <laughs> make- because it obviously goes with everything
2: it goes with everything it so yeah it goes in the sea it's the great size chain so I can kind of put yeah, it, it up over like my a 24 head 24
0: or 30 inch, doesn't it yeah it's really nice Nice Ooh, chain.
2: You well. you know your size. I <laughs> do know
0: my legs. I know my legs. <laughs> it's a big one to layer as well, and you can wear it over a jumper or.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't really take it off. It's kind of you know. And she doesn't
0: wear jumpers much because she's generally in a really hot. Looks <laughs>
2: good with the bikini. Can I ask
0: though? How does it feel? Do you go on your own on all these trips? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. So you are allowed to bring a friend. Just so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Often, yes. If, um, you know, they give you the room. So mm. if the friend wants to buy their own plane ticket, yeah. Yeah, so, so you can do. You okay. could. You I was going to say,
0: otherwise it must be like having all of that luxury, yeah, and all of those amazing experiences, but nobody to share it with.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they look after you. There's always somebody there to kind of go to go for dinner with or something. But a lot, a lot of the long haul are group trips as well. Okay. Um. So you go with you meet journalists, you meet kind of so everybody at met the airport. So many people. Then. And you're just so like, you, am I going to get on is with them? there there is
1: sort of like a gang of journalists that you kind of see in these places.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll know one or two, if not more.
1: What's your favourite place then?
2: Oh, wow, that's a question. Anything, do you know, anything, any, I loved Greece. I was in Parga, actually. The, I mean, it was a very recent place, but that has kind of knocked my, um, or upped my Greece ante because it was absolutely stunning. It's mainland Greece, um, in the north, and the water was clear as anything. It only took three hours to get there. So basically, anywhere where I can jump up a boat and do snorkelling
1: yeah absolutely. that's yeah. good for me yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how exciting and where's your, where's the most exotic place that you've been
2: oh gosh that's exotic i think um i stayed at the most amazing accommodation in the mountain in the kind of rainforest in sri lanka wow so an accommodation it had um, an infinity pool it was up the mountains but it just kind of looked like you were on top of the world it's amazing. Oh, wow. So that was pretty exotic. Sounds um, amazing.
1: We might need to get the links
2: on, on Yeah, Twitter, all the places. So,
1: play- so. so do you do you post on Instagram? What's your Instagram that people can find you?
2: Probably the most professional is at First first one ST. Um, my personal is Words by Darling. That's so. the one I follow. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the the um the kind of lit, the um uh, behind the scenes.
1: Amazing. <laughs> How wonderful. Obviously, traveling on your own and going out into the world, even if it's kind of a, a sort of a curated trip or something, it's quite it's quite brave to just get your backpack and your rolled up stuff, and <laughs> carry your bag and go. What have you learnt about being bold over the over your time as a, a journalist?
2: I just think, I mean, I'm a little bit cheeky, so I just think a smile and kind of just asking questions is the best way to get around because. Don't be shy. Don't kind of just struggle. People are generally helpful everywhere you go. So, and if they see you in distress, you just got to kind of go up and, yeah. you know, just kind of go, oh, hey, could you help me? <laughs> yeah. You know, which has, you know, I've I, I when I go to cities on my own, I love getting lost in new cities. Yeah, it's exactly. kind of, you know, with, with not necessarily lost, lost, but kind of not really <laughs> having an itinerary and just like, but, you know. And then when it's time to go back for dinner when I'm hungry, kind of like asking somebody for... You know, oh, yeah, how do I get back to that train station? But I think it sounds amazing what you're doing. And, oh. and I think going from fashion to um, lifestyle,
0: lifestyle sounds
2: like the answer.
1: Oh. We should all be doing it. <laughs> do you buy much stuff when you go abroad? Do you do you buy trinkets? Do you buy bits of jewellery? Do you buy anything?
2: Do you know, not really, because I'm only, I don't need anything. Since do you know, um, Since the pandemic, I have been so good, I haven't bought anything new. I just yes. you know I just and I go to the charity shops because I enjoy the kind of you know the I rummage. love rummaging through a charity shop yeah way more than somewhere like TK Maxx I would much yeah. much rather mm. yeah yeah in a charity shop finding something unique and it's a bit of a hobby really because I don't need anything mm. but if I kind of just fall in love with something if I've got a bit of time to kill and I'm like occasionally I'll pick up um, um I'm into kitchen stuff so maybe like a bowl like a random bowl or a little jewelry kind of you know, something to put my little okay. kind of things, so the jewels pottery. or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, listen, thank you ever so much for coming on. Show us she bit. I'm of course. Kind of You're, this was so much fun. Oh, thank <laughs> you for setting Oh, that sounds, that, that necklace she has is so beautiful. So,
0: choopy. Tupi are she's absolutely amazing. Her name is Tupi, as, as Sarah just said, but she's, she has, do you know what I love? And the bit that really stays with me is that um, I started stalking Tupi years ago because I just think that what they do is beautiful, the, the diamonds and everything they do, but they're boxes. Oh. They've goodness. got the most beautiful pink little round velvet boxes. So for a wedding ring, there's nothing better. So they are, you know, they do... What she does... What she does is wonderful. Like, she's amazing. And based she's in very, Ireland? Dublin?
1: Yeah, so based oh, in Dub- Dublin. I'm, I
0: have never been to Dublin, but I <gasps> dream of going to Dublin and drinking Guinness. And oh, we've got to go to, Hang out, yeah. We, we should go, we we should go, go
1: to go Dublin, Dublin and drink Guinness.
0: Because my family are from South... Are literally from Southern Ireland. Oh, wow. You know, they're from Cork, and I've never been. And, and I've been to... Um, Belfast but I've never
1: so I've been to oh, I love Dublin. Northern Ireland but I've never been to I've been Scotland. quite a few times to Dublin but I used to go, talking about Sarah and her trips and those kind of like spontaneously travel trips but you know back in my 20s I used to go with my friend Harriet and we used to go off on little weekend jaunts. We went once to Ireland and we were in the theatre in Dublin and we found these two actors and then we took them on a little road trip to Connemara and stuff. I lost the car keys, that was quite a trauma. I but, want to oh hear that. what so happened with the car keys then? <laughs> It took us about five hours to find the car keys. It was a really terrible, terrible moment. But actually, it was really and the But the, the Irish people are so great. I love the accent. In fact, I have been listening it's to so um, the Blind Boy Podcast. Do you know that? blind boy podcast i don't i don't oh, is he so, from
0: southern ireland or yes
1: something. southern ireland but he uh, was in a band called the robert bandits for ages a hilarious oh, yeah. video called horse outside from back in the day very funny um but anyway he does the most beautiful podcast with stories and anecdotes and stuff about oh, ireland listen, so listen to, to that. that so we should go that oh, let's have a little bit. i would absolutely love to and did you, did you ever watch circle of friends the film yes
0: i've been obsessed about southern ireland well i'm clearly Do you know what's happening alice we're
1: basically talking ourselves into a pint of Guinness. I feel we like go? we should go and have a pint of Guinness now. <laughs> Great idea. Let's go. <laughs> Until next time, thank you so much for listening to Show Us Your Bits podcast. Um, if you like the podcast, please, will you like, share, review? Please. And also, if
0: you've got any tales to tell, please do get in touch. We'd absolutely love to hear all your jewellery stories. Any stories about jewellery. You know, we even had candlesticks on this series, so yeah. it doesn't so have to be jewellery. So
1: Watches, and yeah, just get in touch. So let's go to the pub and have a pint of Guinness. Let's do it. Until next time, ta-ra! ta-ra.